Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audio book download and a 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. Uh, go there right now. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or, or pretty much any MP3 player. So once again, that's audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Uh, go to rapsandhustles.com right now if you're interested in reposting services on your SoundCloud, uh, video services if you're in the tri-state area. Uh, once again, that's rapsandhustles.com. Most importantly, let them know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Just don't. Re- I'm gonna say this though, Lucas. Don't be drop name dropping, bro. We too early yeah. to be in the game for rap beef, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the combos we be having, Lucas be like, yo, I hate every rapper ever, but I fuck with him. No, I'm like, dog, I'm not, I'm not doing this right now, bro. No, no, it's crazy though. But like to answer your question, um, first off, look, we're on the podcast right now. I started recording mid conversation because I felt like we were about to say something very important. Uh, so, uh, welcome to the Straight Out the Den podcast, man. We're doing one of those. Uh, I like to say the old school kind where we sit down in the den with an artist and. Um, you know, we, we switched the podcast up a little bit. Right. Like, right, where we're right. just like me talking, giving a lot of advice. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I break down and do some of these, you know. And uh, so we have Brown here. He's a two timer here on the den uh, on the podcast, man. So welcome, Brown, to the podcast. Brian Brown now, baby. Government Brian, name. Look, Brian. Government Brown. name, baby. Brian we got Brown. The whole government. Switched up on him. You feel me? We did that. But so uh, we Good. back. And, and um, you know, we, we ran across each other at A3C. And it was like, hey, I'm like, I'm in Atlanta now, like, like permanently. Yeah, I was man. like, well, we need to do a podcast again. It was like, man, are we going to do the freestyle again? Ironically, <laughs> I haven't done that in quite some time, but we're going to bring it back just for you. Man. Just I'm, for you. I'm honored. That's, yeah, man. I'm, we got to do it. We got to do it. We're doing it. Yes, we break it back. Yes. But um, honored, man. Thank what you. were we talking about right before? Like, you, you asked. Um, the wave. The wave. Like, are, are we going to have some of these same artists? Um that's a very good question. Very good question. Cause like if you if you want my honest opinion, bro, like when Future came along, I did not think he was gonna be around long. Like I did not. But Future evolved though. He really did. Like if you go back and listen to what was like like magic, that stuff sounds completely different from what he has now. You know what I mean? But Future so, Dungeon Family though. He is. He was never he was Future was never meant to like fail. Like Future was net like even when he first hit the scene with the I think it was with the one thousand mixtape I think it was the first one and uh, then Dirty Sprite came after that he, he it was what's happening now was inevitable like it was inevitable like it was it was self evident that like he he knew how to pin something he knew how to make a hit like it wasn't and if you if you really strip it down to the core of what he's doing is is very melodic yep um. And I think I heard like Terrace Martin say something like, "This is like blues, like jazz and blues." That what he's doing, and um, if you really just you know strip it down to just the the melodies and, and stuff like that. So I mean, like initially I didn't think that future was gonna be a, so. To get back to your question, like it's hard. Like there there are gonna be people that you know there's gonna be some people that they're gonna be here, and then there's some that's gonna fall off, right? And it always happens. This is the thing with hip hop. Everything is cyclical. So you have people that hold their place in hip hop. And then you have those ones that try to come around and try to duplicate what they did, and typically the ones that try to duplicate, yeah, they, yeah. they'll they'll fall off. The, but the the originators, like you know, like for example, remember when T Pain came out 
and we were like, what is this? T Pain's one of my favorite artists of all time. T Pain is so dope. But like when he first came out, people were like, dude, like, what are you doing? This guy forced he forced a plugin that's been around for years to like start like doing presets where it's like a T Pain effect. Like that's auto-tune. Auto-tune to the core is just pitch correction. That's all it is. And he has a setting now that everybody's using. You know what I mean? And so there there was a time where people thought like, man, T Pain is gone and, and like you know, you even can think that he's not around as much as he is right now, like he was in the capacity that he was, but you got to look at the capacity that he was here. It was a lot. Like, I mean, T-Pain had every single record on the radio at every one point. Every single. Everything. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, there, there were hits. And, there he, were hits. And, and, and Lucas be trying to downplay T-Pain. I be like, bro, <laughs> he gave my nigga two pistols a hit, man. Don't ever understand this, this T-Pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it did happen. Think think about that, you know. Now shout out to Two Pistols, whatever you're doing right now. But yeah, no, no, Two Pain. I mean, t- I'm gonna say Two Pain. <laughs> t Pain is a genius, man. A genius. He's a genius, and you know what it is, right? Like you don't realize it until you might be at a club one night, or you actually get a chance to see one of them perform, and they go through their hits. Like I was like that with Mystical at A3C. Right? Oh my god, he yo. I I told I told this, I told this nigga I was like bro on God when Mister will get Mister will get on stage you gonna trip at how many hits he got and literally back to back, back to, to back, back to back to back, to back. back. and then they freaking ruined it because we all know he was about to end his set with his make him say um verse and that just would have sent the whole yeah it, it was. His stage presence was crazy. Man, this is cool. It, it reminded me of why he was one of my favorite MCs growing up. Like, he was one of my first favorites. You know so, what I mean? Oh, he was so good, dude. No, dude, like, but I was just like you. Like, I, it was just like hit after hit. And I was like, man, I, you, you almost forget. And it's like, this dude had hits. Hits. Hits, for real. Hits. And, and then when you see that, it's like, okay, well, I forgot these guys. They can go out and perform, like, you know, forever. Like, they don't need new music you know what i mean like you can go out and keep performing and that's the that's the the um i guess the the gift of having like a solid catalog like you can really go and hit this road and 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 be okay you know be okay with that but uh brian brown so i want to start like right there bro like uh why the name change from when we first originally met you uh a lot of coming to grips and realizations and and with who I am and, and what I'm becoming. Uh, the process since 722 has been quite the the journey, quite the uh, the road, but um, not without some, some uh, trials and tribulations that I've learned from and gained from to the point where I've, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with myself and who I am as an individual now, a lot more now than I was so back then. I wouldn't say I got quote unquote lost in the sauce but more so just um with so much happening at one time you kind of forget to take care of yourself look at the the ones who actually do give a damn about you who do care about your well-being and, and things of that nature so it started with a lot of self-realization uh coming to grips with my flaws and my vices and then from there just developing a a, a sense of, of self and and a and a better awareness for myself and, and who I am and what I do and what I do it for. So um, it just felt right. It just felt good to to, to just naturally be like, right, this is me. Like, there's no... I mean, not saying that Brown wasn't me, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it just... it just Brian Brown just feels like... 
I finally feel like Brian Brown. Like, I finally feel like it's just like a sigh of relief. Like, here you go. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's dope. Cause you know, you, you have to deal with, uh, life has to happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's just the truth of the matter. Like becoming a, a better person, not just a better MC, but a better person. Like yeah. life has to happen. Has to happen. Yeah. It yeah. definitely has to happen. And I don't think people understand, understand that. Like you, I can't, I, for me personally, I can't just force shit out, out of, out of thin air all the mm-hmm. time. Like I have to, come from a situation I had to come from an experience I had to come from something so whenever you do hear my music I want you to understand that we can relate like we can be on the same path we I've I've been there before I feel how you feel I got you let me give you this this 16 this hook this chorus whatever you may need to get you through your situation so so you know for you like um we we forced a, a relationship over the past couple of years like you said 2014 was the first time we officially uh met and yeah, you know yeah. i got the music made you a sunday spotlight artist thank you for that by the way oh no, no doubt no thank doubt you, thank you, thank and you. the home was like hey I'm, I'm in town like okay like let's do a podcast so it's like you know in a matter of hours we we went from um name me a sunday spotlight to have you on the podcast and then over time we've just popped up in the same places like i, I remember uh just most recently, we um, came off the Daylight Savings mm-hmm. Tour. I did not put this shirt on. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, that's the same shirt from the, from but the I did from not the put this on on purpose. It just so happened. I, I said that. I was like, I got on the same shirt. But um, we, we had to stop in Nashville, and you were on that show. And, um, yeah, man. Shout out to Doe for that. For oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Shout out to Doe, man. It was kind of like, you know, full circuit. And I saw, like, FUBU, I mean, FUBAR 2, they closed. Like, yeah, man. Gentrification's a motherfucker. So that's, that, that's pretty much what's going to happen? I mean, I think that's one of the reasons. There is like a whole full-fledged story mm-hmm. as to how Food Bar and Food Bar 2 actually shut down. I'd have to send you the link to it. I think, uh, did I read that article? Kind of like the owners were kind of yeah, going at mm-hmm. each other or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Things going in the wrong hands, yeah. money not going to the place it's supposed to be going to. And, I man, Food Bar, all right, so check this out. Food Bar is like my spot. It was my spot. And yeah. every Monday night, before it got too big, they used to do this thing called Freak Me Mondays, where like every every Monday night they had like three DJs and they just played like old '90s R&B music oh, all night. It'd be dope. so tight because yeah. it'd be because you could like you could find your one night stand there. You can watch like white people dance off rhythm, the fucking genuine and shit there, yeah. man. It was tight, yo. It was just a good time, man. Fubar was Fubar was super cool, man. Rest in peace to Fubar. It was really tight, man. It's, you know, just to, to compare that, it's like we had a similar situation happen here with Department Store. Like, uh, yeah, man, How do you feel about that? You know, um, I'll put it like this, right? So, I guess sometimes when you're in the midst of stuff, you don't realize it, like, I didn't realize that department store wasn't open for that long. Like it, I think the article said maybe like two or three year span. Like it wasn't a long time. Um, but in, in the middle of all that, there was so much dope stuff that, that happened um, at department store. And then you kind of notice like the shift. So it, it went from this hidden gym because Edgewood wasn't what Edgewood was. Like, you know, people came here for A3C and it was like, man, you know, we need one of these blocks. Like, uh-huh. and, and, you know, Edgewood wasn't always like that. Edgewood was kind of like quiet, quaint. There were a few bars there. You know, people had a good time, but it wasn't like... What I see now. No, it, right. it definitely wasn't that. Like, you know, now they, they pretty much every weekend have to block it off because the, the traffic is just so crazy. It's crazy. like old school how Peachtree used to be before they, you know, changed up everything. But um, it wasn't always like that. And so what you would have 
is you had the department store that kind of sat right there on the corner and you'll have some dope shows that come in people come in and out people have you know some good performances there was a playlist party going on uh-huh. um there at one point in time um shout out to the homie uh Maurice garland that put that on and um i did an interview with him back at a3c in 2014 he's really he's good, good people, people. Yeah, he's, he's really good people, good people. Yeah. and you know all of a sudden you just it went from not a, not necessarily a hidden gem but it went from kind of like the people that knew knew to like everybody knew. Uh-huh. And so it went from dope artists and, and cool people to just like parking lot pimping. And like parking lot pimping to like the worst. Yeah, I've been You saying, know what I'm saying? Like, if you fuck up parking lot pimping, you just weird. It's bro. worse because what it is, you got a place where like, and, and don't get me wrong, like not only the department store, but directly across from that, you had a bar that was... um. Fairly a mixed crowd. It was predominantly like mostly like I'll say probably sixty percent white people, forty percent black people. Like that's how the bar like Cafe right. Circle used to be. Yeah. Um uh, in church, like the bar, all of that used to be there and still there, but you had a very mixed crowd and it went from that to all of a sudden you had like a thousand people, no exaggeration, parked on Edgewood, outside of their cars, drinking. And nobody's going into the bars drinking. That's ugly. And, and you know, it's like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's cool. You saving a little money, but you really messing it up for everybody in the yeah. area because, like, you're literally going to the liquor store, parking your car on an area, a scene that's popping, and you're drinking outside. But nobody's going into the bar buying drinks. And you know, it's the worst. That's how bars survive off drinks. You're not buying liquor. That's why people don't want to do rap shows because yeah. everybody be out to go to their car, go to their car real quick, and go drink something. Instead of just buying any drinks at the bar, yeah. keeping a bartender. Absolutely. Nashville had that problem for a second. Yeah. It's no, getting it, better now. It, it, it happens. It, it definitely happens. And so that was part of the problem then. You know, of course, the internal stuff where, you know, bills weren't being paid. And, yeah. you know, I can't really vouch for that because I didn't know what was going on with that. But from the outside in, that's what I saw. It, it went from people coming inside to enjoy the shows to, like, people just, like, all outside. People intimidated, not, don't want to come to the shows. Yeah. It's like, man, all these people in front of the show, like, what do you want me to do type thing? So that's what happened. A good venue is gone. But, I, I mean, if I'm the owner of the building, uh, I'm opening back up pretty soon. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right, <laughs> it's, right. it's still a bar type situation. So I, I, I understand exactly what y'all were going through, you mm-hmm. know, up there at um, Nashville. Yeah. But um, I want to know, like, what prompted your move to Atlanta because I know you started in with Chattanooga, then you went to Nashville. Nashville, and then I moved to Chattanooga, Chattanooga. Okay. September 11th, 2015. There I moved into uh, the house one time for Isaiah Rashad mm-hmm. and Tud and Mikey D, Chris P, Tiggy, Dez, Black, the whole squad. That's my brothers from another. Love them all. But at the time, who was living in the house, it was uh, when I first moved in, it was Tiggy, uh, Tud. Myself, EC, my homie Graham, who just got engaged not like a day ago or something like that. Congrats to him. Photographer, really good dude. Mm-hmm. And my boy, uh, and my boy Chase. Um, and then that one little house in Chattanooga on Duncan Ave, just making, the, just making the jams, man. Making some of the best music I had ever made. And then over time... A little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, life things, you know, just situations that, you know, whether they're out of your control or not, they could have been handled a lot better better, than than what they were handled, than how they were handled, rather. Um, And during that time, like, towards, like, beginning, like, early this year, probably like, February, March, 
we had started communicating more on a regular basis. Uh, now, mind you, I've known Lucas since 2014 as well, uh, doing shows up in Johnson City and such like that. You, you know, Derek was my was my manager then. And they actually knew each other from the same hotel. And me and Lucas just started communicating back and forth on a regular basis. And he was like, yo, just come to Atlanta. So, like, at least, like, once a week or once every two weeks, I was just coming down to Atlanta, linking with Ducko, just talking to him, just 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 meeting people, and it, and I just more and the more and more I came, the more and more I was like, all right, the necessary pieces for like the rollout, the marketing, just taking my music to where I ain't got to clock in no more. They're all right here in Atlanta. Um, now, mind you, Atlanta's kind of weird. In my, in my opinion, like it's nothing wrong with Atlanta, but no, like, you, coming from Nashville, right. <laughs> uh, coming from Nashville, coming from Chad, it's, it's so much faster pace. It's, yeah. it's a lot. So it's a it's a very eclectic, very bright mm-hmm. city. Not saying that Chad and Nashville aren't, but Nashville and Chad can be a lot more chill than Atlanta. Yeah. So coming down here, I I like it. Don't I like it? It's just. Man, it's, it's some characters. It's, it's, some, it's, it's, it's some sights and some and some scenes where it's like, why? That's that's yeah. that's what y'all doing? Like that's it's interesting. More power to them, but yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. What I'm, saying? I'm not the one to just talk down or, or negate what, what anybody's mm-hmm. doing. But that that was really it. Just our the way that we communicate, the way we work is like, you know, yeah, it's my manager, blah 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 blah. But like, we're like really good friends. Like we we are like we tight. It's it's super funny talking to him. We was just talking in the car about like bringing people like two pistols back into the forefront. He has he has his thing. He's trying to like do like this, <laughs> like this, like this tour. Like he wants to bring like jibs and mims and all them oh, back yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna shoot down his dreams. I'm just more so like, bro, <laughs> you got me, guy. <laughs> yeah, he, rich boy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love rich boy though. But yeah, man, Atlanta's it, that that was a thing. Just. Understanding that the necessary pieces and the necessary keys that I needed to elevate my music and take it to the next level with my project that I'm working on are all right here. So, just just making that leap and taking that making that leap, taking that leap of faith and being like, all right, let's go ahead and just let's really do this. Let's make this something. So, absolutely, man. Like Atlanta is, um, in my opinion, one of those cities that it is what you make it. Yeah, you know, um, and. For you, I know you're the type of artist that you're not going to be, I mean, you're going to be on the scene, but you don't care about being on the scene type yeah. type situation. And I know for, from what I've seen from my, my viewpoint in Atlanta, a lot of artists get it kind of twisted and think like they have to be on the scene all the time. And so what happens is you, you'll have artists that literally performing like three or four times a week on Edgewood or in East Atlanta Village. Like, really? And, yeah. Damn. And and the thing is, that's crazy. It is. It is because all you're doing is just saturating yourself. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I, that's just something. I. One of the things too that I that I thought about when I moved down here too was like, it was a necessary evil because I understood that we're moving down here came with the politics and mm-hmm. the and the you know the the quirks of, of the game of understanding like all right. I need to get my name out here, but how do I do it without being like too much out here? Just like being too extra with it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's another thing I thought about too. But you're absolutely right. I'm I'm really not that big on going out. I'm really not like if I could just go eat some food and stay in the studio all day <laughs> and and benefit from that. 
and like then I would. But I understand that I had to get out and mingle and meet people, which is cool. I don't, I don't mind that at yeah. all. But you won't find me like you won't find me out here just <laughs> at the at the club at the at the at the party like that all the time like this. Yeah, just this is not me, and it need to be sometimes, but nah, man. You gotta find that balance. I got it. As that's the thing, I'm I'm still finding that balance because literally all we do, well, all we do, if we just got something like this, we'll mm-hmm. go ahead and do it, knock it out because that's that's important to us. This is fun. This I like doing shit like this. This is cool to me. I like to talk about music, but mm-hmm. other than that, let me find out some like cartoons <laughs> is on or some shit. Like I just be in the studio. Tell somebody, let's go get make a food run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch some basketball, like just chill and shit. Kind of chill. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Like you said, there's ways you can be on the scene. Um, I just my my philosophy is, you know, if I see you perform so much, I'm not gonna want to see you perform. You know, there there's there are some ways that you can you can do that. Uh, like you say, you're kind of being on the scene and not focusing on so much on performing, but you're just kind of like on the scene, mi- mixing, mingling, networking, and kind of getting out of there and going back home. You know what I mean? Um, and, and good food is always yes, always a good thing. Yes. And, and speaking of food, um, <laughs> I remember this first time we spoke, yeah. you, you told me about Hattie B's. Yeah. And I finally got Fucking a chance right. to go to Hattie B's uh, when we were in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. And it was everything that you said and more. Yeah. Um, I had the, the, the I had best, like the, the chicken and I had like chicken tenders. I had I think greens and macaroni and cheese. Yep, yep, yep. What and, what what heat level did you get? I kind of punked out. I was I was cool Damn. with it. I was cool with it. But Coop J Coop right. So yeah. J Coop was like, Yo, I'm gonna um. He got like a regular, you know, like medium. I think that's why I had medium. And then he got the what the high, what's the highest level? The shut the cluck up. Yeah, the shut the cluck up. So ah! he got like he got a wing with that, right? I know he was fucked up, dude. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna set the scene for you, bro. So like we sit down right where you saw us at. We sit yeah, there, right? Yeah. And Coop was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go ahead and try it." And so me, I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm about to snap this whole process." So <laughs> he takes a bite of the wing, right? Oh, everything cool. Yeah. The next thing you know, you just see Coop just like in panic mode, like, "Yo, I need some water." I need some water. I need some water. <laughs> he got up and walked away. He had to get up and leave, like he was almost in tears. Yeah, man. like listen, that's because they use like ghost pepper extract and shit. Oh man, no, right? yeah, that shit ain't no joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about that life yeah, at that all. Shit ain't no I'm not like man. big on, on super spicy, but it was good. Yeah, man, it's my yeah, it was it's one of my favorite good. places. Next, all right. So now, now that you mentioned it, so next time you go to Nashville, you gotta go. Let's see, I'm trying to think. You went to Hattie B's. You still got to go to Princess. Princess is like the OG of the whole hot chicken thing. Okay. I just, I prefer Hattie B's because it's just really convenient location. That's where I used to work. They mm-hmm. never let me down anytime. Princess, the thing with Princess is, although it's the OG of the hot chicken thing, you can order your food. An hour later, your food still might not be done. Like You can run all your errands oh. if you need to. That shit, I ain't got time for that, bro. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm hungry. I ain't got time. Um... You got to check out Biscuit Love. Biscuit Love is like my favorite breakfast spot in the entire city. Um, they got this one biscuit called The Princess. It's like a Nashville-style hot chicken, mm-hmm. uh, breast filet, fresh-made pickles that they make every morning, drizzled in honey. and That like, sounds delicious. Something else on top. Uh so it's like hot chicken, is that that's a Nashville thing? That is a okay. Nashville thing. Okay. Fuck KFC, by the way. Uh, <laughs> them bastards. 
What Kentucky know about Nashville hot shit, bro? When I when they first did that, yeah. I man, I was I had the whole fuck KFC campaign going so crazy. Really, man, I was on Twitter every day fuck KFC, <laughs> and now they done brought it back. So I got to bring it back to finish my year off strong. So what they say? They say like this is Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, Nashville style hot chicken. It's like, bro, don't do that. Like, don't yeah. make don't make a mockery of my of 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 what has become like a national treasure all yeah. of a sudden, man. Like. I done seen places in California trying to do Nashville style high chicken and places in New York. I mean, that's cute, but it's just not it's, it's just not, not it. It's not Princess. It's not Hattie B's. It's not four hundred degrees. It's not Boltons. It's not Helen's. Nah, bro. Like, stop, man. It's not it's not as that's like me going to New York or, or be just like me going to Philly. And then coming back and being like, yo, come to Nashville, get you a Philly cheesesteak. Fuck, I know about a I Philly cheesesteak. You. you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'll see. Why you? I'm trying to think. What is Atlanta known for? Like, I don't think we have anything food wise that we're like really known. Like, we got diversity, but diversity is not. Yeah, well, I, you I, know I, what I'm saying. I, like, I say, I, I'm not go. I'm not go say how I really feel about the no, varsity. No, dude, you can respect, say it. Yo, varsity's I, terrible, bro. Like, okay, I only respect varsity because it's like an Atlanta thing. Yeah, like that's, that's it. it Every though. time I see that V when I hit the interstate, I'm like, oh, a nigga made it to Atlanta. But then the one time I went, I was like, oh, you need it's to get overrated. this shit out of Atlanta. It is like, so this overrated. Terrible. It's like, overrated. It's one of those places where. You go once just to say you went, yeah. and you never go back again. Ever. Like, it is horrible. But that's what people, you know, but I think Atlanta is probably soul food, you know, so you got like, you got... Uh, I love Mary Max. Yeah, I was going to say, you got Mary Max, you got... Uh, we, 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 we love Mary Max. Mary Max is good. <laughs> Mary Max is fine. Yeah, yeah. Y'all should go to Mary Max. It's on Punts. Mary Max Tea Room. Right yeah. there on Punts across from Nancy's Pizza. That. So good. Yeah. You, you should definitely go there. Um, Y'all, you know what? Atlanta got some fire Mexican spots. Hmm. Dead ass. This man right here, Lucas, is the plug on the food. And okay, he, he, Lucas, help me out because I yeah, like Lucas. Lucas, if you if Lucas need to get in this chair and let you know some places about <laughs> the man, Lucas. Ever since I moved here, I have not had a single bad restaurant. If it was bad, actually, no, no, no. I've never had a bad one. It probably wasn't good just because niggas was hungry and yeah. it probably just tasted way better than it should have. But pizza, Lucas. Who you got? I got because I got my idea for pizza. Who you got? See, I don't even know where Sandy that is. Sandy Springs. See, yeah, that's See, that's, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he had the gym, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I haven't got I like Antico and Fucking Camelli's. Walking Yelp magazine right here, And man. Camelli's. Camelli's, those are good places for pizza. I'm going to have to try that out, though. Sandy Springs, like, that's just kind of, it's not far, but. It's out of the way. It's out of, yeah, <laughs> it's, out, it's out of the way. Like, I'm not just going to be in Sandy Springs, like, <laughs> just on the regular, right? I actually got to be in the area to do that. Uh, but Brian Brown, I, I keep wanting to call you Brown. I'm trying to respect you, the you name can, You can do Brown, man, because you know me as Brown. Yeah. But just, just you but know. Just out of respect. Just out, to the just rest of, of the respect. world, yeah. Brian Brown, you know. But yeah, you, you know. can definitely call me Brown. You you, you came up with that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, the, uh, the new music that you've been working on. Woo! Um, that shit tight. I, I love when artists say that too, and they truly believe. It. Oh, that shit tight. We, yeah. I will play you something after this. Oh, we, gladly we, will. We definitely need to gladly hear some new music. Gladly. Um, what, what's the vibe of what you're doing, man? And like, what's the the direction that you're trying to take with, with the new music? Well, the project album, tape, CD, whatever you want to call it. The project's called Journey. Uh, started working on it. I'd say, let's go with like. Summer 2015. Mm-hmm. I was still living in Nashville. I was going back and forth between Nashville and Chattanooga. 
living in uh before I moved into the house that I was telling you about. And my my guy Tiggy, Kaytoven, that dude right there, he's an absolute wizard with the production, with the engineering. Uh he and uh the other roommate EC that just kinda like took me in was like, yo, you know, just just start start making some start making some jams out here. And Journey is is basically uh for me it's like a collection of just of just songs and, and and cohesive jams that remind me of uh, conversations I used to have with my father growing up. My dad, mm-hmm. shout out to him, shout out to my mom too, but mainly my dad. Uh, he, my dad, my my dad wanted to rap, and he was like my age right now. He just so happened to like have me, so I kind of like threw shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like threw shit off for him, but uh, so I kind of he kind of like lives vicariously through me a little bit, so it's super cool. But you know, I. I remember growing up, he was a big like car guy. So mm-hmm. like, car and driving magazine, I think like Motor Trend. He just always had them just around the house or like you know in the bathroom or whatever. And also he used to like wash and detail cars. And I specifically remember it was like this one car that this lady had. It was like a '93 Porsche 911 Carrera. And whenever clean. she clean, clean as hell, tape deck, yeah, convertible. Tape that people. Yeah. People, that's uh. Tape. He had tapes. like he had DMX is just dark and hell is hot on tape and wow. just whew. And so whenever she'd go out of town, she let us borrow the Porsche. So imagine a little skinny, yeah, little nigga in the hood riding around in the Porsche with the drop top bumping, you know, DMX. D- you know, <laughs> what y'all really want and Classic. trip and fall and can't get up kind of shit. So, yeah. But you know, just but it's it's more than that too, like. Whether it be the Porsche or the Hoopties my dad had, like a 1987 just dirt white Chevy celebrity. Like it was always, it was always some type of game and wisdom and knowledge within those car rides. So um, it's definitely riding music, definitely mm-hmm. cruising music, get you some money music, get you some motivation, get you, you know, get you a nice little shorty two step with the music. It's, it's something for everybody on there, man. But it's a, it's, a, it's a a lot of the motivation and influence came from that. Also, just everything that's happened from the first project, the Seven Twenty Two EP, until then, uh, just putting my my own vices out in the air, uh, letting you know, letting people know like it's okay to admit that you've got problems. It's okay mm. to to talk them out. Don't always hide them. That's gonna make your situation a lot worse than what it has to be already or what it already is mm. um just just trying to just trying to uplift the people man but just basically what i what i tell lucas is saying something but making it sound good while i'm saying it that's that's been the key and that's been the purpose of, of all of it and i think where we're at right now everything's very cohesive everything's super smooth still building still working on it we got a little more way i got like a couple more i feel like i'm about like let's see about like about like five, six songs away. Okay. I mean, I got. I'm gonna record more, but I feel like I'm about to get like five, six songs away from getting that solid number of tracks to be like, boom, here we go. Like, let's let's do it. But yeah, man, just just you know, saying something for the people to, to feel and making it sound good so everybody can pop their head to it. Uh, we have 
plenty uh, more conversation to go. But before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, you're going to get two free MP3s of your master. Um, We all know that mastering is the key step that's a lot of times forgot um, when dealing with any project. So go to Lander.com, check it out, use our code, get the free trial. Trust me, you won't regret it. I use it all the time. Literally, I use it every day, just to be honest with you. But Lander is the way to go, especially if you're an indie artist and you're working on a minimal budget. It's it's the best thing out there for you. So once again, go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You um you mentioned like being able to share your feelings um in, in the music. Why do you feel like it's so hard for us to do that? Um just in, in life in general, but also in music. Like you, you hear a lot of artists, they kind of pull back from that, that, yeah. that type of subject, like being vulnerable on record. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it kind of goes like beyond music, just the way that some of us, I won't say train, but just the condition, especially black men, um, I always got to hold it in, stay stuff, stay tough, stay strong, and mm-hmm. don't don't cry, you know. You fall, get right back up, da 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 Like even if it hurt, you know, get back up. Which is, I mean. Obviously, you know, if you if you fall, you you gotta get up. You can't just stay on the ground forever. But um I think we, we put the, the mental aspect of, of our livelihoods to the side a lot more than we need to. Mm-hmm. And now more than ever, you know, we need to start and it's, it's especially now, especially while we're young, while we have while we have the thought process to even pay attention to it before it gets too deep. We need to start you know, taking the time out to to making sure that like you know, we're thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. We're we're we're, I won't say living right, but we're, you know, we're, we're understanding that some things might not be okay, and you Absolutely. might have to talk to somebody to get it out instead of just being like, ah, nah, man, I'm just I'm gonna tough it out. Nah, man, like, like the whole kid cutty situation. That's it's a beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing to to admit and, and and to um and to come out about. It take it takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage to do that. And a lot of us are probably dealing with the same situation, but don't even know it because, mm-hmm. like I said, we've been so accustomed to always holding it in instead of just letting it out. And it, and it's okay to let it go. Like it 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 really is. You cannot be this stone cold. No feeling, no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it don't like. How far does that really get you? Yeah, you know? not not far at all. And I so, mean, I, I agree with you. 100%. So that, so you know, I, you know, I, I, for a second, I was, I had a little, little drinking situation because it just felt like shit just wasn't going my way. So I drink just to, just to write, just have it as a crutch. And over time, I was like, man, this shit ain't cool, bro. Like this, this ain't, this ain't where it's at. So. I slowed down a bit on that, you know, a lot of, a lot, of, a little bit of, not, I want some depression here and there, just, just working through that and, and overcoming that and understanding that, you know, I, I got people like Lucas, I got Sib, countless, countless others, I could name names for days, but just understanding that like there are people out there rooting for me and are willing to listen to me besides 
whenever I'm in the booth, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of us just wait to get into the booth to let it go. And as soon as we let it go, we're like, all right, cool. I got it out. But yeah. you'll still be dealing with that problem in that situation. It's like, bro, you, you really didn't get it out. Yeah. You 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 on the surface with it. We got it. We got to dig deeper, and it's okay to dig deep. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to to figure out why you're like this or, or what caused you to feel that way. So, now, you know, you bring up solid points, man, because like not only mental health but just mental health with black men yeah. and in our communities, we don't talk about nothing. No, you know what I mean, like nothing, and and it gets to the point to where it's like. Unfortunately, sometimes it becomes too late to talk about. Yeah, like you're already past that point of. You needed to talk six months ago, and and now you know you've hit all those feelings, and and when you finally do say something, it's a big blow up type yeah. situation. You know what I mean? So yeah, I I, I agree. You definitely got to encourage people to like be a little more outward. Um, and, and, and I, speak I, on and that just go on. not not just black men, but black women, just everybody. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Like that's one of the things. Like your mental health is 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 huge, and so that's that's just anybody. Like if you if you feel in some type of way. You know, if you ever feel that low, that down, like please don't hesitate to to call somebody. If you don't feel like you ain't got nobody to call on, I wish I knew. I'm sure there's a hotline or number you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I, I I knew it and I could just give it off the top of my head like that. But we we gotta we gotta appreciate the precious moments while we can, you know, and and, and understand that like there are people really rooting for us. No matter mm-hmm. no matter how low you may feel. Like people do want to see you win, you know. It's a crazy world out there. It, it may seem like otherwise, but there are people out there that want to see you win. So hopefully if, if anybody listens to this, if you hear me, trust me. I've I've been there. I don't want to go back to that place. I don't plan on going back to that place. You can get out of it. And if you need to, somebody to talk to, I got you. I got That's you, dope. You know? That's dope. There you go, man. Um, I want to talk about success a little bit, right? You, you mentioned um, you were in, in Nashville. You've been in, in Chattanooga, and you, you were with the house. You were staying in the house. And um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I know the artists or some of the artists that, that are associated with the house, but this was like almost feels like Dungeon Family. Like everybody come there, people living, yeah. everybody recording. Uh, Dead uh, ass. Yeah. That's yeah. that's so dope, man. I just love to see people come together and do things of that nature, man. And kind of, yeah. you know, put on for the city because you guys been around for a while. Like I know people are starting to get some notoriety like Tud and, and of course Isaiah Rashad, but mm-hmm. you guys have been moving for quite some time. Well, you know I, mean? well I will say this. It actually, the house is uh, it makes up of before before I got you know in in joined in for they inducted me into the house shout out to the squad thank you for that it was uh it's uh Isaiah Rashad Tut Michael Da Vinci and Chris Pete that mm-hmm. was the that was the, the artist right there um and when I moved like I said I moved in September when I moved that was that was still the house but Isaiah was out mm-hmm. in Cali and such like that uh you know I was working with Tig. Tut had just moved out, who really, who really helped me break into things and, and really get me back into the swing of things. Rapping was Chris P. Chris P. is without a doubt one of the, like, he's the house. He's definitely like the house. Like he ain't, he ain't old enough to just really be like an OG, but he's got such an OG mentality. Gotcha. Like he, he's, he's, he's very wise, very mature. Uh, 
very very thoughtful. He doesn't he doesn't do anything that he doesn't think about. Like he mm-hmm. always he always takes his steps and, and puts them in order before he does anything. And when I got to the house, he would come around. I knew he rapped, but he wasn't rapping as much at the time. But and I was constantly like, "Yo, T, let's get the word, let's get the word." But I understood I had to be patient. I had to like develop it and mm-hmm. and get a grip on his schedule and understanding like me getting back into my flow of things. And when CP would come around, like everybody be at the, everybody would leave the crib, it'd just be me and CP in the, in the crib, just by ourselves, listening to beats, rapping back and forth to each other, and eventually developing this relationship that like I I, I love that dude to death for that. And then eventually he and I did a song together called uh, called Ducko that's going on the project for that's going on journey, and that song was just fucking crazy. That song's crazy. I, I play I like I said I play a yeah, bunch yeah. of shit. It was. It was crazy how good it was. And uh, after that, like, I remember we recorded that song. And before he left, he was like, yo, Tig, like, give me a, a rough mix of that. Let me listen to that. Let me study it see if I need to fix anything. I'll come back, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to sleep like, woo. All right. Mm-hmm. We got Journey back on the road. We, we on the road. We doing it. We, we making the jams. Next thing, like, the next morning, he's like, yo, Send me your phone number. Isaiah's about to hit you up right now. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, mind you, at the time, Isaiah's like, I knew, I knew because of the situation I was in, the house I was in, I knew I was gonna meet him at, at any point, at some yeah. point. But you know, I didn't think it was gonna be like that. He's like, yeah. yo, he heard that record. He think you hard as hell with it. Like, send me your number kind of shit. And then from there, he and Isaiah and I's relationship developed into, like, that's, like, my big bro, man. I, I, with the, all right, you, funny shit, you got to be around me and Isaiah for, like, two minutes. You'd probably be, like, y'all, y'all niggas, like, separated at birth. We're, like, <laughs> yeah, really, really, alike. we're, like, really, really alike, and it's super creepy. Okay. Like, <laughs> it, like it's cool, because, like I said, it's my nigga and shit, but it's really, really creepy how much we're alike. Yeah. And, but... But that's just the whole squad, though. We all got similar traits and attributes, and we all bounce off each other really well. We all understand that, like, what we got and what we're doing is unlike anything that's going on right mm-hmm. now. But at the same time, we don't treat it like that. That's that's, that's another reason why I, I really get along with Isaiah very well, too, because he helped me understand that, like, it's more to it than just being an artist, you gotta understand mm-hmm. that like your people's role models from time to time. People might start their date with your music. You never know how much you can influence somebody. So he he's taught me to to understand uh understand and appreciate the value of the ethic, the value of the work. Mm-hmm. Like appreciate the grind because a lot of people are living the a shoulda woulda coulda life, but we're no matter how far I go, he goes, or any of us go, all of us can say we've changed, we've impacted somebody's life in some type of way. And that's and that is really what keeps us together, what keeps us going too, and just keeps us making the jams, just because we understand that like like it's ten it's the Tennessee, like Tennessee, mm-hmm. man. Like we, yeah. we all we 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 make the jams to to you divide too, but we don't make it seem like some old Hollywood motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you can come kick it with us. Like I'd buy you a drink if I ever saw you. If, you know what I'm um, saying? <laughs> two two things. Like for one, I, I noticed that with the Tennessee um, artists that I've encountered, you know, it's kind of like you're in that 
that gray area mm-hmm. in a sense of where you're not in Atlanta like where it's you know flash yeah but you're not far either you know what I mean like I mean Chattanooga was like an hour hour and a half right you know yeah you hour and a half hour and, and it's like it's the same thing like being in Chattanooga you're not far from like Nashville you're not far from Anyway, y'all kind of like in the middle, like like really in the middle of a lot of stuff. Yeah, and and yeah. it's like you don't get that Hollywood style, but at the same time, you, you have stars that, that are surrounded by you. And, yeah. and you keep that, that humble approach. Uh, what I do want to ask you, though, is about that being influencing to, to people. Uh, do you recall the first time that somebody really approached you was like, yo, man, like I really look to you for for inspiration or hell yeah what share that story with us that shit was weird because <laughs> i'm like what yeah um i'm trying to think what was I, I i don't know if i can remember that the absolute first time but i'll never forget the time i was on twitter and this dude hit me up and was like yo i just want to thank you for my hennessy song one of my songs off the the 722 ep uh, he was like, I want to thank you for my Hennessy song. Like, it really it helped me get through a breakup. I know that sound like, I know that sound like, I don't know how it sound, but for me that was like a big deal. I was like, whoa, because that's that's what I wrote it for. Like at the time, I was so upset at Shorty that I was messing with, and I just felt like, damn man, like I put in all that work and. And you know, shit, this and that happened, and, and now look at me sounding like a little bitter bitch. I was, I was so angry on that song. It mm-hmm. was, it was, it was a, it was a subtle angry, but I was so angry. But you know, when I, when I, when the people tell me like, yo, my Hennessy song got me through my day. Like, thank you for the dollar menu ballad or some stuff like that. That, that's what I do it for. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I do it for. Of course, it's my, it's my release, it's my vent, it's my, it's my, it's my liberation. But. When people come to me and I'm like, yo, thank you for, for my Hennessy song. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, damn, I got somebody through a breakup. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, And I told them, I was like, yo, like, thank you for that. I appreciate that. I hope you, you know, keep going and and and, and don't let that situation just get you down like that. I, it can get you down, but, you know, whatever you got to do to, to keep going, keep going. And if my music help you get through that, then... Then God bless you, and, and and God bless the message that he and thank God for giving me that message to give the people. So that's dope, man. Like it, it's one of those things too. Of course, it's it. I don't know, maybe because you're not where you want to be mm-hmm. just yet. So it's in the back of your mind, like that's my purpose. That's why I'm here. I want to yeah. influence and inspire people. But I guess when it when it actually happens, it's kind of like it's still that wow factor because like, yeah. that means you guys are actually listening to what I'm saying. Bingo. You know? and, and so I, I get that completely. Yeah. Um, journey, right? Yeah. I, I know, I don't want to ask you the ETA on this project because you say you got like four or five more records that you want to cut. Yeah. Um, but with this, the, the climate that we're in, right, with music, mm-hmm. where we're in this microwave society where, you know, people give you a project and then two weeks later they're giving you something else. Uh, what what's in your game plan to kind of stand out from that? You know, to not be that microwave quote unquote type of artist. Just to continue, just to keep continuing, just to continue to keep doing what I've been doing. Really, um, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm really big on making myself approachable. 
Like I don't I don't ever want you to see me and be like, Oh, he too good for this, or he too mm-hmm. good for that. Now granted it's sometimes when I'm like, yo, if you see me eat my Chick fil A in public, bro, I don't wanna be bothered right now. You know, just like just on some like normal human being shit. <laughs> like just just you know, let me let me chill with my homies in peace. But you know, as, as soon Shout as I get yeah, as soon as I get done <laughs> yeah. drinking this drink, eating my food, if you still wanna take a picture or whatever, that's cool. But um nah man, we just we proud, like I said, we pride ourselves on, on being as as approachable as mm-hmm. I won't say basic, but just as as cool as we can possibly be. And um that that shows in our music too, um, the fact that if you, people can 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 clinch on to to your words and, and your sayings mm. and and feel like they're a part of something and and, and want to grow with something and, and and right now I'm in the stages of where like I feel like something big's about to happen like I'm I'm on the I'm on the you path to, to to some some really some really great things with with my, with my music and my career so right now. You know, once I once I get it all to a point where we can start rolling out and, and, and making things possible, I I will be able to just be like the thing that's gonna keep me going is just like it's not hard to get at me. It's not hard mm. to reach me, you know. Is you know now granted don't like don't try me or nothing. <laughs> but you know, it's just it's it's I come like I'm your boy. You're I'm, I'm your yeah. I'm your I'm your brother. I'm your dog. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm your homie. Like I'm I'm your confidant. Like I I got you. You know, not to mention just the music. Like is I I personally don't I personally think nothing sounds like it because it's it's so funky. It's so groovy. Mm-hmm. But it's so it, we bouncing though. It's it's so bouncing. Like it's it's so thumping. Uh, the 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 sounds are so crisp. The, the samples are, are, are clean as hell. I'm singing a lot more. The okay. raps are a, a, a shit ton better. Uh, I've gotten I've gotten a lot better at rapping, a lot better at rapping. So it's just a combination of things. But I think the main thing about myself and, and what Lucas and I and, and the others involved are doing is just keeping it as down to earth as possible. You know, like what you what you see, what you hear. If you ever saw us in person, this. There's not, there's no difference. Hmm. Like everything's all on one accord. Everything's as genuine as it can possibly be. So, I, 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 that's that's how I was raised. That's how things have always been. That's how I plan on keeping things. You know, I might get some money. Might go buy some. I don't know. Some like a lifetime supply of gummy bears or some shit. I don't really need no Gucci or nothing like that. Hey man, buy some buy some stocks. Yeah, like some property or some there shit. You go. Buy you know some property, man. Don't 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 buy chains, man. Nah, you don't need all nah, those cars, man. Hell to <laughs> nah, bro. But uh, you mentioned rapping and um, yeah, I do that. You really know, well. you, you, and you you even said that that you do it really well, yeah. really well, right? So I think it's it's time to do this Let's vibe do conversation, Let's right? Let's do it. Uh, like I said, it's been a while since we did. So thank you for bringing this back, man. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I'm excited. So for for you guys that are you know fairly new to the Straight Out the Den podcast and you don't know about Vinyl Conversations, this was a series that we had uh, where we have the artists come in, they randomly select three vinyls, and now it's a little bit easier for you because I I've alpha that word. Everything's in alphabetical order. Oh, man. There you go. I put everything in alphabetical order now, so it's a little bit easier, but I still want you to select at random. Okay. Um, but, you know, they'll select three records at random, and then we'll take one of those records. Um, you can I don't, you can still give us a story off of those three records, and then we'll take one of them on and um, 
you know, see if we can get some freestyling going. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I get, right. to, pick, so I get to pick three right now? You can pick three. All right, pick for sure. Three, cool. Pick three. And I got, a, I got you, as you can see here, I got a bunch of records I haven't even put up yet. Oh, man. These are from my last three buys. Like, um, okay. some of these are from uh, Wax. Some of these are from when I was in Minnesota. I did some digging in Minnesota. Um, I did some digging in... Went to Minnesota? I went to Minnesota. Minnesota was cool. Believe Minnesota was cool. When I say I went to Minnesota, people always like, yo, like, what's in Minnesota? Minnesota is cool. Like it's yeah, Mall of America pretty much that yeah, but if you're going in, in like summertime, Minnesota is cool. Like really it's a lot of bike riding, a lot of it's a good place to go to like relax and don't feel like you have to do what you do in every other city like you know if you go to miami you feel like you got to be on the beach you got to go you know and do these things if you go to new york you got to be around it's like minnesota is chill it's like very chill you can really get a real vacation in minnesota minneapolis is where i suggest you go <laughs> All right, so, I see, so who is that i think you got okay you got a jonathan butler uh vital off to a terrible start. <laughs> look at this shit. Alright. So the first thing you picked up was Jonathan Butler. Okay. This nigga look like Don Lemon. <laughs> Alright, let's get, get two more real quick so we get you on the mic so you can explain these. Good grief. Uh, and see he's lucky. Like these are alpha, uh, they're in alphabetical order, so he has a chance to kinda okay, now that's a great one that you just picked up. Oh, you're in a good space, right? You, you're close to something good. Oh, okay, you actually did okay this time. Woo! You did okay this time. It's lit. <laughs> he did okay this time. So let us know what you got in your hand. We heard the Jonathan Butler, but you got uh the, the other oh, the other man. ones you got. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. All right. So the first record I picked up is some Jonathan Butler. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know a damn thing about no Jonathan Butler. Um, like I say, he's a light-skinned nigga. Shout out to light-skinned people. Shout out to black people in general. Black lives matter. I ain't no discriminator or nothing. But this this nigga like a full-ass light-skinned nigga. He got on like the leather jacket. I think this nigga got on lip gloss. Uh, <laughs> a 24... <laughs> check this out. He got his whole bio back here. This nigga was born in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh... Discover Jonathan Butler, a 25-year-old musical veteran. Track track record titles include uh, I Miss Your Love Tonight, Take Good Care of Me, <laughs> Love Songs, Candlelight, and... No, I can't make this shit up, bro. I got to take a picture of this. This shit oh, crazy. <laughs> Damn. This nigga crazy as hell. This is where Drake get this shit from. Uh, <laughs> Comedy. He got a song called Give a Little More Loving, Overflowing. Ooh, ain't no telling what that shit about. John DeBella, what's the other two? You got you got two other classes down there. Oh, man. Check it out. Rest in peace, Isaac Hayes, man. I hate that South Park killed him. I'm convinced that South Park killed him. Isaac Hayes, everybody know about some Isaac Hayes. If you don't, you bugging. Um, this record is Chocolate Chip. I've actually... Uh, I don't think I've ever heard Chocolate Chip, but I, I like this vinyl a lot. I like this vinyl a whole lot. Um, this man really on here holding a bitten cookie, however. This is crazy. Um, love song love uh, song titles include That Loving Feeling, Chocolate Chip, <laughs> I Want to Make Love to You So Bad. <laughs> Niggas in the 60s and 70s was tripping. <laughs> they was just like, give me the box, yo. <laughs> All right, and then we got some. Listen, 
Can I, right, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I love me some Patty LaBelle. I kind of want to know if Patty LaBelle got a man. That I, I would definitely try to holler at Patty LaBelle. Like it's not even a question. She's so fire. If you only knew, is one of the greatest songs of all time. Somebody loves you, baby. Is one of the greatest church hymns ever. Even though it's not a church hymn. Um, out of this record, uh, if you don't know, if you don't know me by now. Uh, what can I do for you on here? She got on a church hat on this record. Also, shout out to Patti LaBelle's cookbook. When I was growing up, my mom used to use that shit big time. It was like purple and yellow or something like that. We got our chicken wing sauce at, from Patti LaBelle. So I owe a lot to Patti LaBelle. She's amazing. I I, I, I love Patti LaBelle so much. It's kind of like creepy how much I love Patti LaBelle. No, no. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> She's so tight, man. Like, come on, bro. So we out of those three, which one of those you want me to put on, man? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna do the I gotta do the Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. I got I got right. I gotta play it safe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is safe. <laughs> Jonathan Butler, my, I nigga, know, hey. my nigga Jonathan Butler out here looking mad frou frou right now, yo. <laughs> <All> right, <man. laughs> I'm gonna try to <laughs> Yo <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna try to put something. This pitch is crazy. Alright, let's see what we got. <laughs> Yo, I'm finna start posing like that like <laughs> forever. So um what we're gonna do, we're gonna uh, throw on um some Isaac Hayes. Some Isaac Hayes. We're gonna see if we can get some bars from um Brian Brown. I got you, I got you. Y'all y'all um here we go. We back, we back with it. Wow. This yo, Shorty just texted me and was like, I'll never know who you are. What the fuck does that even mean, bro? It's so women are so deep. <laughs> Woo! That sound like some pimp shit. Baseline funky. As hell. Mm-hmm. Is he finna sing? I ain't no telling. Isaac Hayes is. He's a Mac. Man made the shaft soundtrack. Mm. Okay. Oh, I should have tried rapping in. Damn. Alright. Um. Uh. Ooh. Okay. For sure. Alright. Turn down a little bit. Uh. I don't wanna. I don't want to interrupt the, the legend that is Isaac Hayes while he crooning while I rap. Uh. I'm a freestyle too. I don't know. Uh. Yo, yo. Off the top with it. I'm in the A. I make him lean. I make him rock with it. I'm D4L. Rest in peace to Shawty Low, nigga. Uh. They know, they know, done done it all, done done it all. I'm coming live from the 615, move down to the 423. I be a legend if I'm making, if you ever knew me. I be that funky little nigga with the B-A-C-K-P-A-C-K. Came through, gave us free like Sinke. You can never ship my style, no fucking I'm a style. Everybody know I'm going oh so hard. Oh man, yes man, no sir, yes man, God man. I got the shit that make a preacher say, God damn a nigga. Been grinding, I push it to the T. I block your clips and block your son, nigga. 
Young Amari Stoudemire up for higher throw the oop, you know I slam it. Fly Sam jamming, looking for a Houston Cougar. Y'all be on that booger sugar, thinking y'all can keep up. I got the heat rocks, y'all ain't talking about nothing. Speak up, we don't bring the week up. Uh, a nigga cooler than Philly in winter time. Don't bring the meek up. Ooh. Uh, that boy nasty, sporadic, eclectic, be spazzing The N.E.R.D. done found his way to the bathroom The fuck your baby mama stay with the cannon No time for the drama, what these niggas want? I be in the back, let them niggas front Evil Knievel can rest in peace now Cause I just stunt on all them doubles I just hustle the hard, the ace in the hood I do it so well, I do it so good My nigga, what do you mean? I was born on Earth Day, I'm all about my green my nigga got the Lucas, Lucas got the green in the backwood I wish he rolled the doobies up as a late, but it's all good Everybody know I've been grooving, I've been doing my thing It's an east side thing until I D.I.E. man I keep it funky, player, a brass monkey, such a beastie boy Nigga been running shady, no shine McCoy Let them niggas do what they do You know me, I got more game than PS2 So check me, this a checkmate, let them play checkers with it it don't get no better, nigga. Brian Brown, what up, though? That was tight. That was a good. That was a good. Um, I still got it. You still got it. I still, still got, got it. it. You still got it. I give it to you. Still got it. Still got it. That's that's a great way to. Um, hey, I said I'm cooler than Philly in the winter. Don't bring the meek with it. Ooh. I caught those bars, man. I caught those. Bars. I still got it. I still got it. I caught those bars. I still got it. Man, that was good, man. I, I might have to do that a little more often. See, I forgot how good you. that felt, man. See, you I can, forgot listen, how good that felt. Sway be doing the five fingers of death. Vinyl conversations. Vinyl conversations, man. man. I just rapped over Isaac Hayes singing. You can't tell me nothing. Hey, you did. <laughs> you did it well, too. You did it well. You definitely did it well. So, look, man, before we get out of here, though, uh, sure. let the people know um, how can they connect with you, social media, all of that good stuff. All right, so check it out. Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud is all um, World of Brown. That is W-O-R-L-D-O-F-B-R-O-W-N. That's all together. No extracurricular stuff. All you know, we're all lowercase World of Brown. Uh, oh, while I'm here, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. This Thursday evening, I got a show, Vibe House. So glad I thought about this before I get out of here. Uh, let me find it. Yeah, Vibe House from four two nine at Art Atlanta Gallery, six forty five Shelton Avenue, Atlanta, Georgia, from four to nine. Got my homies on the build like Kel Charles and Sip Jackson and uh, Kellen Moon from Alabama coming down. They'll have some art on display. I and my DJ, DJ GB, will be doing our thing on the ones and twos and stuff like that. Uh, what else? Do niggas get on Facebook anymore? I'm on Facebook, man. Or but, you know, Facebook for me <laughs> is like family yeah friends, man right dead you know dead ass man that's i I literally go check to see if like my aunties and uncles and, and shit and them is alive mm -hmm. and make sure ain't nobody pregnant and then i'm good to go on, <laughs> on facebook but yeah man i'm on there quite often but i feel awkward when somebody from the hip-hop world asks me as a friend man it's it like, it's like what you awkward. it's like what you want bro <laughs> but yeah man world of brown w-o-r-l-d-o-f b-r-o-w-n that's twitter instagram and soundcloud check me out let me know what you think new jams on the way shout out to lucas sid the whole house ducko sig anybody everybody 
hey mom, hey dad, TJ, make some better grades. Ashley, I love you. And um, that's about it. Yeah, that's about, that's it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey man, uh, like I always tell you guys, make sure you uh subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, rate and review. We would greatly appreciate it. Um. Thank you for listening. Um, and if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. Yeah. I'm Jay Good, straight out the den. He's Brian Brown. We out. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by the Indie Creative Network. Make sure you guys go over and download the app on iTunes, App Store, Google Play. Everyone that has a phone should have the Indie Creative Network app. Yeah. Go and do that now. Thank now. you. Go. Bye. Yeah.